Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. My name is Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. I'm a human. I'm a male. I am five foot seven. I am rotund. I am happy sometimes. Sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm kind of in the in the middle. Uh, sometimes I don't even know what the fuck I am. Do you ever fucking be going around the place and not know what the fuck you are? What kind of a mood am I in today? Would you ever ask that question of yourself? Would you ever be just driving along and going, I don't even know what kind of a fucking mood I'm in today? And if you are asking yourself that, you're probably in a bad mood. Because, like, what kind of a tone is that, you know? Anyway, I'm in the John Hume War Room. It is, what date is today? Do you know? What are you, what, what are you staring at me for? Oh, I just wasn't going to talk today until you introduced me. All but right, uh, that's okay. gone. All right, okay. <laughs> Do you know what date it is, though? Um, <laughs> it's the 16th. 16th. What does my watch say? My watch says the 17th. What? Bloody, bloody watch. Arr, I'm shaking my fist. And you're right, it is the 16th. It is Monday, the 16th of October. Today's podcast is a day late. It should be out this morning at midnight, or just a minute past midnight. But um, Why isn't it, Con? A variety of reasons, really. Um, main reason being I am incredibly busy incredibly busy brilliantly busy fantastically busy happily busy um happy thank you more please uh and we were we normally do this on a thursday but last thursday i can't remember why we couldn't do it and then we didn't do it on friday and then the weekend took took control of itself with gigs and we were on that march and then i was uh hanging out with my friends yesterday playing you FIFA. were on a play date i was on a play date um i'm entitled to a play date okay you are all right you go on plenty play dates all right you're on play dates all the time uh, no f- i'm not you're off there fucking galliv- oh that's you're what you said you're yeah. off there gallivanting yeah. around the place Deirdre, Deirdre and the likes i met Deirdre once since i've been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. off as you right. say in what about hazel i meet her when cousin. i go to waterville yeah you're in waterville all the time well, i have my children with me you forget that point S- don't oh she's getting narky now because I could see the change in her face <laughs> right so I just bring it back see sometimes you we just children, bring so you tell me you can't have a play date with your children you can't enjoy, are you telling me that your children are a chore yeah I absolutely love hanging out with my kids I think they're not a chore at all they enhance my day <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you said to me we were both ready to annihilate them yesterday um you on the way up and me on the way down down <laughs> that uh, was on what, Saturday no it was yesterday wasn't it no, on the way to the match I wasn't in the match. I didn't go oh to no, so yesterday. yeah, you're right. It was on the way to the <laughs> march, not the match, the march. And then that evening, Connie was obviously gone. Connie was gone gigging and uh, working, working. Toi- yeah, toi- no, 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 toiling that's fine. In the fields. But you were gone. Like I'm gonna see what time you sent it. But you were gone off, and you had left them. So you had that post, post, ready to stab them like guilt that comes over every parent it's like when they go to bed and you're like oh they're really cute actually aren't they they're lovely or when you drop them off at school and you're like oh like you love your children more when they're not near you or when they're asleep or when they're asleep yeah when they're not near you (laughs) and um you i kind of set me on this um this video going uh remember when your children are are annoying you imagine 20 years time 
you'll be wanting this moment back. If you could go back in time, yeah. You'll want, and this is the only moment that you see your children. Is this what you want it to be, or something like that? <laughs> and I was, I was still in the trolls <laughs> with them, and I just. You're sent right. I actually did send that yesterday. Oh, you sent it yesterday, yeah. yeah, when you were off on your play date without mm. the children, and I was with the children, yeah. and I just, well, I just, I just want to protect them, babe, because I know what you're like. You're violent, <laughs> okay? And I'm like, okay, maybe if I send this to her, this will give you a little bit of a fucking calming down. I'm thing. not violent, by the way. You're putting this out to the world. This no. is a comedy podcast. Noelle is not violent. Noelle is actually a very loving, beautiful human. And they're very kind to our children. But we also are humans. And we can fucking lose the rag with them. And how we call that is sometimes we're not self-regulated ourselves. We, we need to self-regulate. we need to self-regulate before we regulate our children. Yeah, we need to be regulated marijuana. before we can uh, regulate our children. So sometimes we need to take a breath. And sometimes we don't take that breath. Sometimes and we, we need to the breath comes out smoke. as a shout. <laughs> Yeah. But you said that and I was still in the toes of it and I just went back, feck off. I was like, Are you for fucking real? But I did, I actually thought I got a, a kick out of it that you were I, I knew where you were. You were in like a, oh, this is lovely now, my children. I know. And I was not there. Uh, I'm just <laughs> trying to see now if you did say actually if you did say feck off or was it something more little colourful? Oh you did say feck off. Yeah. There's a big difference between feck and fuck, isn't oh there? Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Like feck off is joking. It's almost a term of endearment. Ah, feck off out of that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, stop messing. Whereas like, ah, fuck off, will you? Do you know what's yeah, the difference? Yeah, big, especially, yeah, from you. Trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. We haven't played this game in a couple of weeks. This is the first time we've played it in a couple of weeks. It was on its holidays. Everybody's entitled to holidays, including trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. <laughs> How'd you get on in your holidays? Trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. I got on fine. That is good. As Anne Murphy says, you should really go into the singing. Go into the singing full time. You'd make a fortune. Jesus, you know, and I wouldn't mind, but you're not even funny. You're not even funny. Jesus but she'd Christ. never say that. She'd just say, go in, she'd imply it by saying, uh, you should well, really just go time, into the music. I, took, I remember one time your mom was, was down, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I had, to, I had to collect her in Cork for some reason, and she wasn't feeling well. She was a bit depressed, but I had to take her to a gig. Because oh, I, that was you were doing a hospital appointment oh, yes, in I, Cork, and then the, that ran over. Yeah, you I, had taken mom to a hospital appointment. Yeah. And it, you were so long waiting, you couldn't bring her back to Mallow and you had to take her to, down to West Cork. Down to Bandon to a gig. Yeah. And um, she was very depressed at the time, God love her. And we've all been there. Like, we've all been there. And I know what it's like to be really down and not want to do stuff at all. Yeah. So I took her into a, into a parish hall. I was doing a gig with Bernard Casey on the day. And uh, <coughs> the place was full, full. And there was only one or two seats left and they were right up the front, oh, of course. Geez, so Anne had to sit up the front anyway. And anyway, I did the gig and it went well. And we were going home in the car afterwards. And she said to me, you're very funny, really, to be fair about it. You're very funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. But would you ever just think about doing the singing, really? You have a beautiful singing voice. And I had just killed it in front <laughs> of her. Like, like, I mean, like people were like, real, like, you know, sideways laughing. Like, You've done your best. Yeah. And she was still pushing and for the And she still singing. wanted... Me to give it, give up the dream and uh, go singing karaoke in bed. <laughs> uh, hashtag Tina Satchwell. Kind of a difficult one to start with on the, on, Oof, on the day. That's a rough Monday but morning is, discussion, isn't it? It is what is trending, and 
I do have an opinion on it and I mm. first of all want to say R.I.P. Tina Satchel what a fucking horrendous I know yeah I don't know about talking about this on the podcast but anyway well I just want to say okay look we can we, we can fl- flirt around it right if you want to know what the story is Tina Satchel R.I.P. passed away there six years ago her husband has been arrested for the murder um, of um, of her alleged murder of her, he has to be proven. Obviously, they haven't found a body, though, have I they? I think there were human remains found in the house. Oh, was there? And this is the thing, right? In the house, like, so he, like, it's all speculation now. This is all speculation, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, um, but he has been arrested, and mm. um, there was I saw something on, t- like, and he was uh, fucking all these fucking lads that killed their partners. Like, if I killed you, I would not be on the fucking news, or I would not be making any. But they're trying to do. They have to do what seemed to be normal, but it was it was observed that he wasn't still acting normal. How do you act normal in that situation? Like, how if I done away with you now right okay and uh, like t- 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 this is like, never this would never happen right but what would the fuck would, how would you act normal like how would you you just took him, someone like but it took him like uh, longer than normal time to report her missing wasn't it mm. wasn't that the first red flag yes four days was it four days four days but he was trying to imply that that was norm that would be <coughs> normal enough in their in their relationship that was he was saying everything was well they would been fighting and um he he thought that, and she was from Fermoy, and he thought that she went to Fermoy for a couple of days, and they were arguing. But uh, that was his time was a to massive pose himself. But he, this is probably what this is what I think may have happened. This is me speculating. This is not printed or anything. This is just yeah. al- like a speculation. If this had happened in a different universe, this is how I would perceive that it would have gone down. So he kills her, right? He moved the body out of the house and kept it somewhere. Right, then cleaned up all the forensics in the house, right, as best as he possibly could, because apparently the house was completely normal. Right. Then he, four days later, he composes himself, gets his story right, contacts the police, she's missing. They come in straight away when your spouse, if I died in the morning, you're going to be number one suspect. That's yeah. the way it goes. We've watched enough true crime stuff, right? Um, They'd probably be like, how did you last so long with him? <laughs> I come back and haunt you, girl. Um, just to see the kids. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so then they came, they checked the house upside down, inside out. They have the whole place. They're like, okay, there's no one in the house. But there was a massive hunt, all, or like a search for her body all over Yall and Middleton and East Cork. And he was, in, like, there was cameras inside in the house, and he was standing in front of her wardrobe with all her clothes. And he was like, she left her clothes here. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. fucking, this is very... Like and they were together years, that's the thing. Y- years and years. I saw something that normally if you're killed by a spouse, it's within a certain number of years of being married. It's early on. He's after adding it on there now. He's, he's changed the average now. He's changed. He's brought the average he, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's terrible, it's terrible. <laughs> but but but, but at, the, at the same time, like, you know what I mean? There's hope for us all. Um, but no, like, I just think... He, like this, I was talking to. Uh, w- w- I was playing FIFA with the lads yesterday, right? Played it. I think, in his case, this is this might be controversial now, right? Oof. I think he should, f- the death penalty should be brought back for someone like him, and for fucking paedophiles. Why would you suddenly say him as opposed to I, any I'd other? S- I'd say him now, right? Because he's evil. If he, if if it's proven that he has done what he's been arrested for, mm. he is. 
the personification of evil. He lied categorically to every single person and kept that lie but the alive. The majority of murderers do that, like. Do you think every murderer Premeditated. I think premeditated. We don't know it was premeditated. Ah, well, fuck it. Maybe it was manslaughter. Maybe she, he pushed, maybe she pushed him and he pushed her and then he, she banged her head. Yeah, but then, like, you're not going to go away then for six years. You're not going to go away for six years then and uh, and lie convincingly and, and then take a body out of the house and then bring a body back into the house. And they, they had to excavate. Like, we have to find out all these details. We're saying a lot of allegedly stuff here now as well because this is all stuff that's going on in a, par- a parallel... We don't have the facts. A parallel universe. But... Um, that's Tina Satchel. R.I.P. Poor Tina Satchel. That's yes, the of fucking. Course. That's the of actual course, tragedy course, here. She's forty-seven. She's my age. Although we decided last year, last week I was forty-six, wasn't it? She'll be my age soon, or I'll yeah, be her age soon. Yeah, you'll be forty-seven. And her life was just ripped away from her. It's fucking ridiculous. And I think someone like that. I think uh, inside in a prison, cozy prison cell with Wi-Fi and Sky. I don't know. And I, I just think I don't know why you would differentiate between him and any other murderer anyone who premeditated murder I think I think there's different types of murder out there I think like there's uh, you know I just think there's different types of murder I think that is premeditated planned continuous evasion no remorse um, and your pa- your fucking life's partner, like, do you know what I mean? And to lie to so many people continuously over, it and then to, mm. you know, to stay costing the state so much money, like he, there's no chance of him reforming, like, do you know what I mean? You might, sh- you might be an eighteen year old robbing a shop and shoot some behind the counter, yeah, you yeah. know, because you're not able to control your fucking emotions. This is a grown ass man, like, do you know what I mean? Married to a woman who he decided I'm going to end this person's fucking life. And I'm going to try and get away with it. And I'm going to blatantly fucking mm. plan it. True, true. So, anyway, that's just my... Enough of that now, anyway. It's too dark. Hashtag the 90s. <laughs> oh, right. You've really got from one polar to the absolute. This is just what's trending. The 90s. So, the 90s. Is it like just the 90s is trending? I didn't even go into it. Gas. Yeah. Why is the 90s trending? But anyway, um, maybe... When you, it's when, you think, when you say the 90s, what's the first song that comes into your head? I know oh. the first one that comes into my head. Probably something like Green Day or or probably Ash. Now, when you said the 90s there, Ash came into which, my head. Which song? Do you remember the days? Tim Wheeler, the lead singer. I always thought he didn't have a great voice, but he was always like, he was a very good looking fella. And then... Well, I couldn't picture them at all. But the reason they the Ash, the reason Ash came into my head was because we were only talking about them Do you know where they're from? Nope, I don't know anything about County Antrim. Oh, really? They're actually Irish. Um, no, I knew they were Irish. I just didn't know it was Antrim they were from. Do you know what song comes into my head? What? <laughs> and I would have, like, I'm surprised it comes into my head is Rhythm is a dancer, <laughs> it's a source of anger. You can feel, feel it, it in the, the air. air. Or you know what else? Um, oh, call me wrong. Call me rain. Mr. Vane. Yeah, that's another big one. Yeah. I know what I want. Now. I want it now. I want you. Because I'm Mr. Vane. Call me wrong. Call me rain. Oh, my call God. That's insane. like call me the Mr. carnival Vane. type. Call me what you like as long as you call Getting me. Getting spun around in the twister things by some hot. Did you like the waltzers in fucking. Of course I did. Oh, my God. God, everything. Go faster, faster, James, faster. All the fucking Hazel will enjoy this conversation. Yeah. Hazel, how are you? How are you getting on, Hazel? Sign up to our patron. <laughs> Noel's giving out manager not signing up to our <laughs> patron. <laughs> I'm not. You feed me so much every time I down a waterfall. You pay for a Patreon uh, subscription. Um, uh, the reason... She's uh, in Lanzarote now listening oh, to this in the sunshine. I'd love to be in Lanzarote. Nice, wouldn't it? Oh, I? my God. I would love to be... I think if I could take two weeks off 
anywhere on the world now, right? And bring you and the boys with me. It wouldn't be Lanzarote. It would be Mexico. Oh. To to. They've all inclusive in all inclusives in Lanzarote too. Kids but like, clubs. Do you remember? Do you remember Mexico? The right, the club. secrets divine, right? And remember, you. I could think be we talked about. Do we I talk about this every three weeks? I don't care. Do what I love, do you know, if I could go back in time, I didn't spend enough time on the beach. But it was so lovely. That's because it was further away from the bar. Not that far away, though. N- yeah, mm. but anyway, the 90s. What's your abiding memory of the 90s? So, yeah, so 12, 13, 14, 15, that they were my 90s. Mm. Definitely For the car. Formed. They were my, definitely the carnival was a big part of it, the summers. Um, and all those songs blaring. <laughs> At three weeks of the summer, and um, yeah, great times. Great did you times. Get, did you get your first shift in the nineties? <coughs> I don't know. I can't really remember. How old were you when you got your first shift? I think I was about fifteen. Yeah, normal enough. I remember my first shift ab- abroad, though. It was very funny. Go on. It was a mother and daughter trip. You and your mum. Oh, uh, and and. Did Hazel, your mum pull? I don't know. She was allowed to anyway, boy, then. Well, um, I remember your mum not that long ago getting the shift. Within the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. She's on holidays. She was like on holidays. Like, but I just sure, think... why not? Like, she was absolutely. only 46 or something. Exactly. Yeah. She might... If I was... Now, if I was tragically made... Uh, a widower. A widower. I'd be out in Lanzarote trying to get my hole as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember... The house not made off. I don't know if it was that trip or was it another trip... We went on a good few mother and daughter's trips, so that would be myself, Hazel, well, myself and mum, Hazel and her mum, and Lucy and her mum, Lucelle. So, so you're three cousins. Yeah. And they're and and three aunts. Yeah. With two aunts and mum. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it was that trip, but one of the trips anyway, there's Veronica's strip. Is that a Lanzarote or Tenerife? One of them. And we were warned before going, do not go near this strip. It's it's wild. It's too busy. It's crazy. You don't need to be going near it. Of course. That's all you want. That's all. the only place and you it's want not to go then. Like. Like, well, <coughs> out to go there for the racket. Mm. Oh, it was, but it was good fun. But yeah, and it was um, oh, um, oh my god, it was some really fucking Irish song. It was in the, my first foreign shift was under an Irish flag in. Oh, this is cool. A, oh my god, what was the song? Who sing? Give, give me an idea. It was one of the kind of not rebel songs, but it was something about Ireland. You know, like oh, I can't remember. It might come back to me. But it was under an Ireland flag. A shift. What about just a just little bit of a digression there, right? Uh, I did a gig the other night, and I came home, and it was about maybe about one o'clock in the morning. And you always wake up when I come home, mm-hmm. no matter how deep sleep you are in. I'll come in. I'll try to be quiet. I'll by the time I'm coming back from the toilet after brushing my teeth, you're you're awake. But anyway. <laughs> I had got a message this is on Saturday night I'd got a message saying are you available to do a gig on Sunday down in Kerry in Cremorne no, no it not, wasn't not, in uh, Castlemaine. Castle Island Castlemaine oh Castlemaine yeah. yeah Castlemaine right and I was like where the fuck is Castlemaine <laughs> oh, and yeah. you were asleep and you woke and I uh, you woke up and I was getting into bed and I said babe do you know where Castlemaine is and I swear to you I swear to everyone listening here and you can prove this now Noel. Can you give me the response, <laughs> the exact response you gave me when I asked you, where do you know where Castle Main is? There was a wild colonian by Jack Dog. Was his name? 
He was born and raised in Ireland in a town called Castle Maine. He robbed the rich, he helped the poor. That's it now. That's all I know. This was that. That I was think your. There's actually a sign going into you Castle Maine. You can actually Maine. sing that song, girl. I'll, that'll be my new song. That, that's a song. Your, it suits your voice. It suits your voice. Yes. But like that was your response, not like, <laughs> not like, huh? What? Huh? Huh? Straight into a song oh, I'm ready from to the go. depths of I'm sleep. I'm always ready for action. From the depths of sleep. Woo. Hashtag Rugby World Cup. Oh yeah, you must have loved that watching. No, I'm only joking. Obviously, you don't like the rugby. <laughs> Um, I watched a bit of it on the phone. I can give a fuck about it, to be honest. Um, I find rugby elitist. Um, I find it an elitist sport played by people in the high tax bracket who don't really give a shit. I don't. Th- I think that's a form. I think you. I think. Well, I actually there was an article I didn't read it, only saying that how. It is no longer an elitist sport, and they were how oh, the Irish team may, isn't an example of not, that at all. It may not be. It may um, not be. And I think your opinion on that is a bit, is a bit outdated. Outdated, yeah, because you don't know enough about the Irish team to know their history or anything about. Okay. Them. So my problem actually isn't with the actual Irish rugby team. My problem is with the general fans that support rugby, and I'm generalising. I'm not Very talking about the. I'm not talking about the specific. If there's ten thousand people in a stand, I'm not talking about the fifteen that are sound. I'm <laughs> talking about the nine hundred and eighty-five dickheads who go around and don't tell you how you do your home talk. What are you doing? Those wank stains. Who I think I think by you you talking like that, you're you're. It's like the when they say football fans are hooligans. Yeah. I t- I t- come here. I'm not saying that my opinions are fucking correct. <laughs> I'm just saying they're my opinions. I know. I find yeah. I, like if uh, like I my experience with rugby right is elitist. I even even in small provincial town Mallow, it was all the fucking solicitors and lawyers and bankers and how are you doing? Sheik, secret handshakes and yo 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 wank stains, wankers <laughs> who made me feel inferior and would go look down on fucking people. In general, and that—that that was like I, it may be a completely incorrect opinion, but that's my opinion. And um, I was—I would still support them because I remember the first—the ki- first match that they played against South Africa. I was doing a gig in Kilkenny, and they stopped. The se- we were doing two gigs, and they prolonged the second gig because of the Rugby yes, World Cup. Yeah. And I—I st- I stood there in the pub and I watched the whole match, and I was roaring and shouting. They were a great team. The Irish team are a brilliant team. Mm. And like I've nothing against the team. There's some brilliant warriors there, and. I mean, they're really good at that sport. It's elitist, though, in my opinion. And from what do you like experience. about the idea that um, if you to play on the Irish team, you have to uh, play for a Irish team, an Irish club? Um, I think that's stupid because there's people on the Irish team who weren't born in Ireland. There's a fellow called Bundyaki who's from South Africa and represented South Africa. And now is playing with a different because company. he lived in Ireland yeah. for five so, years. Or so something, I think having it? to play like Simon Zebo was a brilliant rugby player from Cork, and uh, because he played um, he, uh, part of his career in France, because he was getting a much bigger contract to support his family. These are athletes who are going yeah, to be yeah. unemployed. But this is another example of fucking toffery here. Now you know we want to try and keep all our good players at home now, so we're going to fucking punish them by you know guys that are going to go over and trying to make a, make a better life for themselves. It's, you know, just to try and keep it and then bringing in the likes of, and don't get me wrong, if the rule is if Bondiaki is allowed to play, let him play. But don't punish someone that he's playing because they're playing abroad 
if they're good enough to get on the team. I think if you're good enough to play for the team, you should be on the team, irrespective of whether you play in Ireland or if you play in Swahili. That's my answer to that question. I don't like rugby. I d- but I do think that it, it does keep... Now, I, I know that there's exceptions, but it does keep the game, <coughs> the the, Ir- the Munster, the Leinster, does keep it more active than yeah. the soccer teams. Definitely. Where where they leave and definitely or there's the grandparents rule of soccer and they're all and th- I think it keeps yeah. a heart in oh, Ireland I, I, I agree. think it does I agree 100% that it's really good for the for the game I really and I think it has made the game stronger I just disagree with the rule I think if you're a if you're Simon Zebo and you're 30 years old and you've got maybe four three prob- rugby is a war of attrition as well yeah. one tackle your whole fucking career is over your life is pretty, like there's, you know, there's some serious act. No, you can get that in any sport, but let's just say he's got three years left yeah. at the very, very top, right? And Munster are offering him a thousand euros a week. Now, I don't know what they get paid, yes, but, I, yeah, you know, yeah. but then there's a crowd in France who are going to give him two thousand a week or three thousand a week. Um, and um, like I t- they're obviously a lot, lot bigger than that. Like, I don't know what the salaries are. Like, they're probably 10, 10x those figures, like, you know. But I think. Why should Simon Zebo be penalised for following for the money f- for for trying to make more money to support his family when in three years' time he's effectively looking for a new career yes, and he's given yeah, his yeah. whole life to this? So that's 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 my opinion. Now, like I mean, I also see the merit in what 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 the IRFU are trying to do, but then pay the money. Yes, pay the fucking them. money. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, give Simon mm. Zebo the money and then make the game strong here and make players want to stay here. Don't penalise them for staying here. That's my opinion on that. Um, and that concludes. Oh, wait, wait, one second now. What did, you, did, did you watch the match? Oh, yeah. Not all about me. Oh, yeah. Cornelius. Conversations with Cornelius. It's not all about you. No. Just because I'm a stay-at-home mother now, you think uh, it's all about Con. Well, you're a podcaster as well. You're oh, actually yeah. not just a stay-at-home mother. You have your own podcast now as well. I'm po- a professional podcaster. Professional podcaster. That doesn't get paid. Well, we have a patron. <laughs> we have a patron. And that actually brings Ooh. me on nicely, right? Well, we got back to the rugby, or is it all about... No, no, no. Do the, do, do, <laughs> we'll do the patron announcement after the, the, this Oh, bit. yeah. So what I did, because last week we were in Kerry, and we had a lovely weekend down in Waterville, down home home. And, uh, but Harvey last weekend snuck down and he, from bed, and he watched the second half of the match. Uh, so he was delighted with himself. And then, so this week he was like, can I stay up for the match? And I was like, do you know what, it's Saturday evening, come on, fuck, you can go wild, <laughs> we'll go wild. And uh, so I put Hunter to bed, and so while I was putting Hunter to bed, bat in bed, um, Harv was downstairs and playing away or whatever, and I came down, and I literally, I was getting him to tidy away some Lego, and like, he hates doing that, but he was happily doing it, and like, he literally turned to me and goes, we should do this more often, mom. I mean, we hadn't done anything, mm-hmm. but he was just so happy to be still up and excited. He was like, we should do this more often. And it was like in such a jovial, cute, like, you know that, like, he he understood the significance of being up later. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he was on the couch, and I came in a few minutes later. The game had just started, and I came in with um, a cup of tea for myself. And uh, he was like, what's that? And I said, oh, it's tea. And he goes, oh, that might be a little hot chocolate. Oh. He's is there the is there any hot chocolate around? I said no, pet. There's no hot chocolate now. And then, and then, wait. And then I went into the kitchen. Said you a video now about making hot chocolate for kids. 
And then I went into the kitchen and I made him a hot chocolate and I brought it in. He was like, oh, this is the best. Delicious. So it's delight on himself done. And he was, um, yeah. So he watched the first half kind of as in there was no other device available. Mm. And then the second half, both of us were pretty much half looking at the screen and yeah. half on our devices. Yeah. So, but it was lovely, and he went half up to bed. Then delighted with himself that he had been up. Yeah. Of course, he was still up at six the following day. He was. He was. He's. Um, but it was so. It was nice. Yep. We yeah. had a nice time watching it. But like that now, I think like I definitely am influenced by you to not be into the rugby. Yeah. Like I would totally be into rugby. Otherwise, I think. Don't get me wrong. I, I have to say now that Irish team are fucking fantastic and they're a credit to each other and they're a credit to the country and they're really good and they're brilliant at that. It's just the industry behind rugby, I don't like what it stands for. I find it a be it's a very a capitalistic... Um, but is that any different to soccer? It's completely different. Soccer is, f- soccer is from the streets. You just need a fucking... You just need a, a goals and a ball in soccer. In, in rugby, it's like, you know, if you go, if you go to... Um, Kilavall in national school, like how many people are inside there are playing rugby? Most people are playing soccer or GA. Mm. It's a working class uh, sport. You can put two jumpers down, and and once you have a football off, you can go. Uh, it's but that's y- the same for rugby uh, now. Like it, it is, but it isn't play. It isn't played in general. Like that. You yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. don't see it like, and you don't see it in the favelas in Brazil or in fucking, you know, you just it's a like a working class sport. It's it's it it's easy to learn. It's like fucking point that way and get like mm-hmm. rugby is like you have to throw it backwards to go forwards. There's fucking scrums. You know what I mean? Like Scrum, it's yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, lot of it. like. No, don't get me wrong. Now the game itself, I have no problem with the game itself. It's the it's the general and there's individual people that are fucking lovely that are into rugby. And if you're listening to this and you love rugby, you're one of those people that I'm talking to because you obviously have clearly amazing taste if you're listening to this podcast. But I'm talking about, and most people can't deny this, it's higher tax bracket, condescension, private school, fucking, how are you doing, Heiners? You know, oh, what? Palestine? Oh, for fuck's sake. You know, like um, yes, right, those okay. types of dickheads. So, <laughs> and they're, and they're, the, uh, they're the people that I've encountered in my life. So, like, like there is definitely like a, m- a mirror image to really nice, genuine rugby supporters, but I can only give the opinion that I have, and I don't like rugby or the people involved in it because of that. And um, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm making myself clear there. Will we talk about the Patreon? Yeah. We'll have no one sign up now after that. Yeah, <laughs> Dave just alienated, and we've lost Patreons. And that's it. Oh, well, I lost fucking followers at the weekend as well on my fucking Instagram for being myself, which is... Great to know that people hate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you didn't gain any fans from this podcast anyway. Yeah. So uh, the Fuck Patreon, it, yeah. So but as seriously though, honest, honestly, no. And I know, no. I'm circling back. And I'm, it's not that I'm fucking reinventing the wheel, but there's so many people just people pleasing out there, like just saying stuff to avoid arguments. Like just give your opinion on stuff. At the end of the day, it's no fucking big deal. It's just an opinion. But ex- like. When we are going to talk about this now later on on something else, like people getting people getting objectively angry about other people's opinions is so futile. It really is. Mm. Like, it really and truly. It's only is. one person's. Exactly. It's one person's opinion. Right. Talk about the Patreon. There. <laughs> <So I can laughs> feel like You're I'm worn ranting. out from that. Kind of are. I I would have expected that though today. Mm. Kind of in a slightly off mood. Um, if I may say so myself, you lucky may. I'm perfect. It's your opinion, and I uh, yeah. you're entitled to it. Uh, so the Patreon, so yeah, a little smoke there now. So, for the last few months, we have had the Patreon on uh, 
introductory offer for the easy price of 250 and we've only one week left and i will get around to changing it back to five so if anyone is interested and did want to sign up to patreon and saying i must sign up and listen to all the wonderful back catalogue of noel and cornelius and all the other interviews and all the other podcasts which you have done there's loads um there's loads there now the patreon is there with years it's only in the more recent time that myself and Con have started doing a weekly podcast, Patreon exclusive podcast. And so for one last week, you can get it for €2.50. And from next week, it will be back to €5. Which is also still pretty small. um, Yeah. It just helps to buy equipment because it doesn't exactly pay for a huge amount of stuff, but it does help with uh, the upkeep of the Patreon, of the podcast. It does, it does. Batteries. We're currently using a friend of mine's second microphone for the last three months as well. I need to buy another lead and a microphone. Well, that's our microphone, actually. Is it? Okay. But but anyway, yeah, so that's great. Um, Last week, I announced my tour as well. Um, I'm going on tour in in January, February, and March. um, I'm going to be in Limerick, in Dolan's. I'm going to be Whelan's in Dublin. I'm going to be in Clears in Kilkenny. And, I, of course, I'm doing the Everyman Theatre in January on the 27th. Tickets are absolutely flying. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much to everybody who's been buying tickets. If you are looking for tickets, if you're like, oh, my God, I'd love to get a Christmas present there, Cornelius's gas, I'd love to go and see him. Ha, 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 ha. Go on to my website, which is www.corneliuspatrickosullivan.com, and all the dates are up there, and you can get tickets, and you can come and see. And it will be a great crack, my show, uh, Bird in the Hand. Um, is I've really I have to say it's definitely the best show that I've ever written and I have it's layered with loads of jokes and it's all bit of crack and there's stuff about Noel and stuff about my mother-in-law and stuff about weed and stuff about lockdown and stuff about just stuff about just crack they're all jokes now as well it's all tongue-in-cheek but it's like a good bloody fun night out uh, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan.com are we uh, finished with the ads now because I want to ask them I know you do yeah. but what I wanted to ask you was oh yeah can you explain, because I think this is something that uh, or the audience and a lot of mainstream people wouldn't Because we're know. not like mainstream. Um, or well we're like, like side stream. <laughs> <laughs> little fucking pond over there we're off the main stream. <laughs> um, little muddy. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call it? Fucking peat something. Um, but anyway. Yeah, okay. So uh, <laughs> that's how my day is going. Wordsworth. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But can you tell us what's... So you're going and you're saying, I'm in Dublin, I'm in Limerick, I'm yeah. in Kikini. Like, you've been in all these places before, but yeah. what makes this different? Like, uh, So, first of all, um, I... Um, I, I don't want to say I'm shitting it because I don't want to put that out to the universe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, so I'm going to... R- Nervous. I'm going sh- to actually use the word excited. Yes, okay. Right? Because so that ho- can lead to shitting yourself as Yeah, well. you can be excited and go, what happened to you? I shat myself. What happened to you? I got too excited. <laughs> 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 yeah, right, so I'm going to use the word excited. I've d- I did two gigs in Dublin last year. Chris Kent is completely responsible for me doing this tour. <laughs> he has <laughs> fucking bullied me into it. And then you come home and tell me, Chris said, so I then am on... I'm the like, back. okay. You're like, Chris, if you actually do happen to listen to this, <laughs> just come to me. Just text me and <laughs> just say, go straight you know what Connie needs to do? Because Connie still I makes a mistake. I, in fairness now, I contacted all the venues and I, I did all I, I booked all the gigs but then once the, once the dates are in then I hand it all over to my manager who is also my lover who is also 
my wife. We also <laughs> put in the usual occasional lover. Occasional lover. <laughs> I actually have to say, and I'm going to hold my hand up here. I turned down the ride last night. Oh, stop. I did. I turned it down. Stop. I was too tired. Like that on the podcast. Lads, are you ever too tired for the ride? Okay, and just. Are you ever too tired? Are you ever too tired? Are you ever too tired for the ride? Are you ever too tired? Are you ever too tired? Are you ever too tired for the ride? Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> all the time, all the time, I am. <laughs> but no, because like, I think the last time I was saying, uh, I was kind of giving out to you, but like uh, mm. I did turn Where it down you? last night. No, I did turn it down. Um, and it was it was offered up to me, and I fucking hope I don't regret it on my deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being oh like, my God. that wasn't right. <laughs> Dead. What were we talking um, about? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You going on tour. Well, oh I suppose yeah. the big thing is that it's your tour. It's you. You're yeah. saying, come and see me. Come and see me. Come and see my come show. Come and see my tour. As opposed to, you're not in, it's Jordan's not. Oh, Jesus. In Limerick and Whelan's in Maybe Dublin you should get into the and singing. And in Kilkenny and the everybody cook. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited about it. I'm apprehensive. I am, uh, I'm all those adjectives. I'm teetering with kind of fear excitement uh and it's all the unknown like i mean tickets are going really well for my cork shows i can't tell what the tickets are going f- with the other three shows because i haven't contacted the vendors yet but they've only been on sale a week yeah um but i suppose that's the difference the difference is you've gone and you've gigged in all these places and you've ha- been in comedy gigs or you've supported acts in these Mm-hmm. venues but now you're bringing your show so it's like another kind of yeah step like you're going right and putting myself out there yes for people to come and see my shows yes and it's about fucking time you know <laughs> to be honest <laughs> it's about fucking time and like this is the other side of it right i am leaving it up to the universe to see what happens right i'm going to do the work i've done the work in terms of writing the show and i'm going to do the work in terms of promoting the show and being positive and continually motoring on and trying to do as well as I can on stage I'm on tour like I'm I'm so blessed and grateful to have to for Chris to have asked me to go on tour with him and has put me into rooms like this that yes, has helped yeah. me and in front of audiences and big audiences that go to shows I suppose exactly right? like I mean for example we were in this is Monday now right and I, this weekend um, I was in I did three shows for Chris on Thursday Friday and Saturday uh, Thursday out in Ballancolic and Friday, Friday in the White Horse which is a gorgeous little comedy club um, uh, holds about 130, 140 people and then in the Everyman Theatre where I'm doing my own show um, in January uh, on Friday and Saturday to two full houses like So you've uh, got two you're in front of two audiences that love comedy Exactly and, and as we had said last week we were kind of looking at, at, at the ticket, our ticket sales last week and I say our ticket sales because I genuinely and I've said this to you I said this to you all the time and I'm going to say it again this isn't me this is us this is like all the work that, that I do on stage is all ab- I'm able to do it because of you because oh. of but no but I am Shucks. but I am I am I'm like I'm able to do it because we work together as a team so it's like it's an, like any, any of my successes, they're not my successes. They're our successes um, or failures. So if we fail, uh, no. it is all your fault. <laughs> all right? No, I'll just take the praise. <laughs> I'm not there for the failures. But we had been saying last week, we were like, okay, I think, I think we've hit saturation point on, on the tickets in terms of, you know, friends, family, acquaintances, you know, 
this person do you know what I mean yes yeah and we yeah, were like yeah. like obviously you're going to get a, a, you know a lot of friends and family coming you know, buying tickets to support you and I swear and, and a lot of them that have seen you over the years as well like yeah. and are going we must go to that again and it is partial to support and partial yeah. because they like you I and think. it's so important it, like I'm so great like so so absolutely grateful for that like you know genuinely but I was saying to you I was like alright okay I'd say from here on in now it's going to be this is going to be the slog where we have to work every, yeah. every day yeah, yeah. and push it on the gram and do videos and smash it at gigs and shout it out at the end of gigs. So this weekend then, uh, I just checked tickets there this morning and I think we, we sold maybe, I think it was 22 or 23 tickets um, mm. this week le- This week just gone by, which I'm fucking delighted about because mm. they directly came from, I have no doubt about it, they directly came from those shows that I did this weekend because I was, at the end of those shows, I was standing outside and I was talking to people mm. and they were like, oh, I'm going to come to your show, I'm going to book tickets to your show. Book them right now, right and in I, front of me. And that was it. Take out your phone. Saying. Bring your phone over here. <laughs> I'll actually do it. <laughs> Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Cornelius O'Sullivan. Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Double double that. Oh, but, yeah. But like, uh, like, that is one thing that is, that can bring the anxiety if you focus too much on that. Like, what I'm trying to focus on is being funny on stage. Yes. And doing what you have to do, not some, and... <coughs> I get what you mean now about so you do what you have to do and then the tickets will be there or yeah. they won't be there with the seats. And I and I, I have to do Kilkenny even though I've only done four gigs in Kilkenny. Mm. I have to do Dolan's in Limerick even though I only have two gigs done in Limerick in the last year. I have to do Whelan's in Dublin even though I've only two gigs done in, du- in Dublin. So last, what last can year. the people listening to this podcast now do? Because obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you I'd hope that you're a fan of Cunt. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have a lot of haters listening as well. Would you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like most people that listen to this absolutely hate me. That's just, that's, that's, that's it. That's it. Like, I mean, they're just listening out of fucking spite. Yeah, they're going, what the fuck yeah, are they talking about? Well, do you know now? what? Keep listening, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Keep giving us those numbers. But is it like and share again? Will we say like and share? And if you don't know how to like and share, find for, out. For what? I can share your stuff, your reels. You're oh going to be yeah, doing yeah, a lot yeah. of reels coming up, right? I'm going to be doing... That's that's my next plan now is I'm going to try and get a, a few reels together and a few videos together. The and videos. Start, so and the start pushing, pushing it out that way. But like, honestly, like... Okay, this is a fucking... This is the bottom line for me, right? I'm fucking so happy. Yeah. I am so delighted to be 46 years old on this planet with a beautiful family and an unbelievable wife. And... A home that we own. No, no, I'm just, I'm, this is why I'm grateful for. And that I'm able to, to, to do a job that I, that sets my fucking mm. world on fire. It sets my life on, on fire. Do it know, does. Do you know what I just shared on Instagram now? And it's it kind of, a, it's funny because it aligns I about, with... I was in the middle of a, like a fucking massive, no, but like, it authentic speech there. Like, but but it aligns with that I was going to change it up then. I was going to like say, yeah, but what I really want to do is serial killing. Oh, right. I want to get it. But like you preempted it there now and you got it all wrong. <laughs> No, but <laughs> what I was saying is, you know, the way you said that, that <laughs> video about, um, you know, you look back in 20 years time yeah. and that in that moment, it annoyed the shit out of me. It didn't really annoy me. I got a chuckle because of how it, I didn't relate it at that second. But you yeah. did being away from the children. But then this came up or someone shared this today. And it was sometimes we it's a, a mother and a child holding a child. And sometimes we forget that we are living in the moments we once dreamed about. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's really. Perfect. Um, yeah. 
pertinent. What's yeah, that mean? Pertinent is correct for the for, this for the mo- moment. For, yeah, for, for the sentences or for the for because for what that's we're what about. I need at the moment. Sometimes because I get re- I can still get really frustrated. I can still get really frustrated cleaning the kitchen for the fourth time, but I still don't want to be in work. Like yeah. you know what I mean. You I can know. still and you can still, but you have to appreciate where you're at, even if you're getting stressed. But it's like. And I said this to you at the weekend. I I was like, you need to find to time away to do something, even if it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think sometimes you feel, and I and I also said, and I couldn't believe I fucking said this, Joe. These words came out of my mouth, and I can't take them back. I was like, you need to get me to do more stuff <laughs> because you will. I will come in and I'll go. I'll give you a hand with that and you you will say to me no 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 go on go away I'm doing this here I'm going to get this you know, get out of my sight you're denying me yeah. or something like that whereas like even when I went in l- l- last night now when I came home and you were doing the socks inside and I was like let me help you with this your instinct was to tell me no to start well no um, if we so you're in, oh, yeah but then I said okay will you start sorting socks and you went huh really is there anything else you want uh, will I do that yeah no because I, I looked at the socks and I was like I didn't think that was a sock I didn't think I was the man for the socks <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there was, I was just like, Get the man for the I didn't think I was looking I thought at it. It was a fairly fucking easy job. Uh, no, it looked Look it, no. There was they were all messed all over the place. I was like, I don't know. Is there any lifting or something that needs? And I, then you gave me a job that lifting. What was your job? I had to lift up the things and bring them up to the, up the you stairs and up put your them away. own t-shirts and pants up into the drawers. Yeah. That was the job. And the crowd go wild. <laughs> And I had to specify, I had to specify, make sure to put them into the drawers or else I would have come up and they would have just been on the bed or something. Um, So that was him starting to do stuff we put away. He took his t-shirts and his pants And what did you do then in that little bit of time that you had off there while I was prancing? Why did you go out (laughs) for a little walk for yourself while I was doing that? Bringing those upstairs. No, no. Um, I, wha- oh. we got a new um, we got a new patron last week. I'm just gonna have a look at who this person is. We're not on the Patreon podcast. Well, yeah, but I'm just gonna say I'm gonna shout him out anyway. Helen, fair play to you, Helen. God bless you, Helen. And she's in there for only two fifty. And uh, if you want to join, lads, you only have another <laughs> oh few. All right. <laughs> oh, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> You've We're not doing a selling podcast. It's very <laughs> selling. And Sell yourself, baby. Um, what else is going on? Um, we move away from the tour dates. Just come to my shows anyway, guys. Look, I love you. And I don't... Uh, just to finish up on it, I'm so happy and grateful and delighted to be what I'm able to do yes. and able to do. And if 10 people come or 10,000 people come, I'm not giving up anyway, you know? Oh. Um, so let's... Please, God, let there be more than 10 people. But um, it's... It, you have to work. Like, you're talking about... You're, you're talking about... Um, you're loving your life now, right? Mm. And sometimes you're getting frustrated with it. But you can still love what you... D- like, there's fucking athletes out there whose dream to is to be marathon runners. But they still have to get up and fucking train. And yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and go out and run 20 miles a day mm. or, f- you know, go to the gym or not eat... Ca- like, ha- they have to, you have to work on your dreams. You don't just go, oh, my dream is happening there, so I'm going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to fucking sit back there this and let it happen. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to be a, uh, well, I'm going to be a fucking pilot. I'm just, uh, I'm a pilot there now. Yeah, you have to go in train, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go in fucking drive. Then you have to drive through the rain to get to the airport to hop into the machines to fucking train. And then you come out and you're, there's a f- your tire is yeah. flat. You have I to change your fucking tire in the rain, you prick. <laughs> I think that's actually the the. 
the confusion with manifestation and oh, stuff, isn't it's it? It's so that annoying. People like, I remember having a f- conversation. Oh, just think about it and it'll happen. I had, I had a conversation with a fella that I, yeah, I had a f- conversation with a guy one time, right? And um, he was trying to take the piss out of me. And like, do you know when you, when you know someone is trying to take the piss out yeah. of you, but they think you're so stupid that they're able to talk on a, uh, above you mm. to other people around you so that... Uh, they're going to have the point. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. And he was like, he was like oh, yeah, manifestation, sure, that's just a to-do list. It's just a to-do list, isn't it? <laughs> to-do list. And I was like, yeah, it is, yeah. It's a to-do list. And then you take action on that to-do list and then your dreams come true. And you've manifested them that way. That's how manifestation works. It's not like you just think it an automatic it starts with the thought yeah thoughts become things you have the thought but if you just think the thought and do nothing about it nothing will ever happen yeah it's the thought becomes the thing because you're focused on it really yeah. isn't it and, and you're constantly you break it down you break it down into the smaller parts this week <laughs> i need it's uh, towards the end goal but it's always working not just thinking about that end goal you're working towards that goal all yeah. the time kind of idea i i had a friend and I haven't met her in years, and she's an angel out of the sky, right? And again, we were talking about depression there earlier in this podcast, right? And she and I would be would get depression from time to time, right? But she was telling me about a way that she deals with debilitating depression, right? She'd be inside in the bed, and she would not want to fucking even breathe. Yeah, yeah. Right? But she'd have to get up and go to work, right? So she, what she would do is she'd go, like, the whole thought of getting out of bed, going into the toilet, having a shower, brushing her teeth, putting on her clothes, and getting off to work was like 9-11. It was yeah, horrendous. Yeah, huge, yeah. So this is how she dealt with it. She'd lie in bed and she, she'd go, okay, I'm just going to move the quilt off my torso. Mm. That's done. Okay, I'm just going to sit up. That's done. Okay, now I'm going to just turn around. My feet are going to touch the, the ground. Now I'm sitting up and my feet are touching. And now I'm just going to stand. I'm going to just take my first step. Second step, third step. And then suddenly she's out of the shower. She's dressed and she's in the car. Yeah. And she just one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's not and like, that's really minimi- minimizing it, right? But like, you can use that f- with the law of attraction. And like, uh, like my... You are, like this book here that I have in front of me now, right? Um, that's where I'm writing my 369 at the moment. I was talking to a girl after a gig about this during the week. Um, and it's just, I try and do it every day, but there's days that I don't do it. But like writing down what I want to happen in my life and writing it down and saying it. But I've said this every single day since the start of o- o- October. Um, and it will happen. What's written down here will happen because it's being repeated and because there's work being done towards it every day. You and I are working really hard, you know. Um, and I'm not c- clapping ourselves on the back here now. Like, but, like, I, 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 this podcast has gone all over the place. But, like, I, wa- <laughs> I, I want to say that, like, when we, even when we were talking about rugby, like, I want to just talk about, I don't, I'm, I'm sick of fucking s- skating around the edges, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I want, this is what I want, and this is how I'm going to get it. And this is the way it's going to happen. And I'm not going to hurt anyone on the way. I'm going to try and do it with love in my heart. But, like, don't be fucking telling me I can't do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Don't be. There's no point. Well, I'm not. Just yeah. kind of coming across there now. No, I you're am. not. You're not. Shut your face. You're not. But, like, um, 
I know, I, we're d- dig- the digressions today are insane. <laughs> They're insane. Um, but is that, I actually think that's a bit because we have, you, like on a Monday, we haven't seen each other for a lot over the weekend. Mm. So we're actually having a, dis- we're actually having a full on discussion or a chat or whatever. No, we did, um, we did, oh yeah. we did go to the Palestine march in Cork, the Free Palestine march uh, in Cork on Saturday and we brought the boys. That was, that was, I loved it. Mm. I loved, I loved doing it because again, it's like talk, it's it's about, it's like something that I've never done. Like we did the water, we went, uh, we went on the, 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 the rally for the water charges a couple of years ago, you and me, but mm. I never protested as a young kid. I was never taken to protests. I'd be vocal about it. If I was in company, I'd be like, oh, it's terrible what's happening over in Palestine. That's ha- it's horrendous, you know? Um, but that's as far as it would go, and I'd be yeah. I'd get into kind of debates. But I felt so bad last week from watching what's going on over there. I absolutely was like, and I, I, I just, I just I don't know. I can't even explain it. It just it it, it got because I was just seeing all these kids, mm. these absolutely helpless children, walking through rubble, crying. Mm-hmm. And I watched this TikTok where there was this girl talking about all her family being like this girl now is about seven and her sister is about five and her sister sitting beside her and her mom and dad and uncle and aunts and cousins are all killed in a bomb and she's taught and it's being translated underneath but it's the five-year-old girl in the background her sister whose face i swear to god i don't know if you've seen this tiktok no her, her face broke my heart and I remember saying to you, it definitely affected my mental health last week. Yeah. Uh, and I, I said to you, I just want to go on that march and I'd love to take the boys. And to your eternal credit, you didn't know much about what's going on over there, nor do I also, by the way, or the history of the conflict. But it's the um, this apparent onslaught and definite fucking genocide that's about to happen. Well, I suppose from my point, you were definitely getting very much into it last week. And as you said, yeah, it was definitely... A f- starting to affect your mental health but like i i suppose i took what you said and you were saying we're going on this march but like i wasn't going to march for something if i didn't know what i was marching (coughs) for i know that my view would likely align with yours do you know what I mean? But I needed to know why like as i said to you imagine if there's a camera crew and they came up to me going um what do you wh- how do you feel strongly about Free Palestine? And I'd be like, uh, yeah, because he he told me we were coming, so I'm here <laughs> because I don't let the TikTok side. I can't let that. I don't let that in. I can't let it in. Yeah, I know no, myself. You're, you're good at that, uh, and I. Um, I, I think but then, and I also feel with TikTok. I think TikTok is so subjective because it lists it sees what you're watching and it puts that in front of you further and further and further. Yeah, and that's what. So the particular point um if if a particular point is what you've watched and like then that's what's in front of you whether it's pro-israel pro-palestine and we're neither we're just pro-people not getting well i'm pro-palestine and you're pro-palestine yeah Yeah. sorry yeah like i'm pro-palestine but but i'm not pro-hamas yeah which which is the the, which is the military the military like Look, I'll tell you what I'm pro. I'm, I'm fucking. Pro, I'm pro not fucking killing, uh, obliterating, obliterating, innocent, yeah, helpless, young children and old people and sick people off the face of the earth, yeah, for a strip of land. 
and then it's and the the point is that it's like a military group are are so they're, they're a, like the they're IRA. a terrorist they're, they're, they're a, a terrorist, terrorist group, group. Yeah. and you've got but you've got governments a government of Israel attacking a whole population yeah. because of a and terrorist group and they're being fucking supported group. then by America America are, are, are like I'm not going to get into the politics of it or the the actual geopolitical side of it but like I might I might do a separate podcast on it but like America are supplying Israel with the weapons that are obliterating Gaza right and they're saying that what is they're they're backing Israel well, yeah. to to kill this small country. They're also backing the Ukraine, who were invaded by Russia. So they're backing they're they're contradicting themselves. Yes, yeah, and that's in, the big point across in, in a in a in a dramatic way. And innocent people and children are being killed, fucking senselessly. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to change the subject because it is so gut-wrenching but I suppose just on oh, yeah. that so Talk you the, 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 the so no but I before that I went on YouTube oh yes I said I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm going to look at different it's about fact finding as well as you don't give an opinion or don't find an opinion don't form an opinion until you do fact check it's like anything and it's the sign and I think that's my point was as well even though I know your sources like you know you're good friends with Ty Kiki and like you respect you know the Ty yeah the I know your point your but like I, I would say to be fair and you you gave me this point as well earlier in the, in, uh, in the weekend you were like oh you're just looking your your algorithm is all based around Palestinians no and I'm not saying but hold on a second no, hold no, on a second no, I'm no, I'm, I'm, right and I agreed with you I said it would be yeah it would be very sympathetic to the Palestinian plight um, but I also countered saying that all you have to do is type in um, Israel conflict and you'll get the Israel side of it, which I, have, which I had done. And I saw these ridiculous videos of fucking influencers in Israel taking the piss out of mm. fucking Palestine, yeah. turning on and off the electricity, turning on their water uh, like, and drinking from it. No, like just to put things in context, Israel turned off the water, the electricity, uh, and water from Palestine. Th- there's people dying there. Like, yeah. you know, they're yeah, going to yeah. say, "Oh, they're coming over here and killing, killing us." These fucking five-year-old kids and seven-year-old kids and grandmothers and grandfathers are not doing that. Like, they're not doing that. Yeah, there's, yeah. Mi- there's, there's millions of people living in the in the strip. They're not all fucking terrorists. Like. Yeah. But anyway, um, we went on the march with the boys. Yeah. And it was kind of weird. What did you think of it? Well. I thought it, well first of all we you hunters around shouting free palestine free palestine I delighted with the racket I had the boys seeing that alright um and we arrived a bit early I think mm. um because it was on at 12 and we got there for about 10 to 12 quarter to 12 but if we'd have known and we did know but we should have in hindsight with the boys we should have come down on 12 or 5 past 12 <coughs> because it even though for us it was very interesting and I enjoyed listening to the speakers as well, that side of it, you know, once that started at, what, 10 past 12 or whatever, because typical Irish, there was nobody there at 5 to 12, and by 10 past 12, there was a huge congregation. In fairness, like, there was a big congregation. But, and I was happy that I had done my research the night before because I felt I was more knowledgeable than I had been up, and I subsequently looked further and looked into it more and I can 
I can have a conversation now with people. I wouldn't be able to have a discussion, yeah. but I'd be able to have a conversation with people who are asking what's going on in Palestine. And even and us Israel. having this conversation, because this, like, our, 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 any conversation on this, there's no planning. It's like, like we'll, we might talk about this, we might talk about this, we might talk about mm. this. But like, I find when I'm having conversations, like this conversation that I'm developing my own points and I'm not afraid to be wrong on a point or for you to go actually you're wrong there because X and Y and Z and to learn yeah. as mm. I am talking it out because that's the thing you know I I haven't had this Tyg is the only person I've had this conversation with you know if I try to talk about the uh, talk about uh, the conflict with Palestine with you know I, I actually, people. I just don't know who, bar you and Ty, I just don't really know. I talked to Chris a small bit about it. Actually, I did talk to Chris last week a small bit about it. And um, he was making some good points, actually, um, just about uh, afterwards when um, we were talking about it, about how important it was, like, you know, that when we are performing afterwards, that we are aware that, you know, people mm. are coming in and they're giving their time to the night to, to get away from the worries close of life. It off. Yeah, you and know? I think maybe that goes back to your mental health last week and it's the idea of that you do have to close off to it. Yeah. Like you can you can march, you can support it. They can't it. close off to it. I know, but we're not there. No. We can only do what we can here and you know we can't we can't bog ourselves down too much in it. You can only do what you can. I, I, I agree with that, and and I and I am going to, I'm I'm not going to be able to turn a blind eye to it this week because this is the thing is I shared a bit of this is what I found really interesting, right? Oh yeah. I shared we, so we did the walk. The lads, we 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 stayed for the speeches. I didn't think the speeches were great except for the Palestinian, um, uh, the Palestinian speakers. I thought they were excellent. I thought the two Irish speakers, particularly the woman who was reading from her phone and was getting facts mixed up, was I just thought they were shit. I actually said to Tyg. I said, you would be able to go up there and speak from the heart and you'd absolutely r r rise the whole fucking mm. vibe, you know. Um, but so we didn't, effectively, we didn't go on the march. We, yeah. we, the, uh, so we listened to the speakers and then we went across because the lads were... Um, Promised ice cream afterwards. And we went over and we ended up in Fast Isles, actually, um, getting pizza. And the fucking march ended up coming <laughs> right out. So it could, we, we watched the march. But like it went from, yeah. So we learned that the boys had, it was too long for the boys. And it's, it's a bit disappointing <coughs> because if they had, a I think they'd have been, Harvey would have enjoyed it if he'd have gone on the march, mm. walking around and, you know, shouting the chants as we walked around rather but, than, because it wasn't a big walk. When like the march, when the march was coming up um, uh, Oliver Plunkett Street, we, m I was standing outside and uh, encouraging Alan and doing a few free, free Palestine kind of vibes. But Harvey came out and was holding my hand for about two or three minutes and he was saying free Palestine yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, like, it's not that you're trying to indoctrinate them into it, but it's just like, I think we live in a world where you're better to be educated on stuff to a certain degree. And like, I haven't, I haven't said anything about Israel or Palestine and stuff like that. I just said, we're just supporting the Palestinians, the little boys and girls that are out there that are going through a war at the moment. Uh, and like, I didn't get into it. And then no, like, do you know what he said to me then? Like, it's, he's so funny. Sometimes he goes, do you want to go to a shop and buy a lot of guns and send them over to Palestine? And then I was like, all right, okay, we need to stop talking about Palestine now. <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, I suppose, it's showing them that you, you're standing up for what you believe and taking an interest in, in stuff outside our bubble and as well. And this is exactly what I was talking the world about. Is big. Is 
if you have an opinion try and be honest about your opinion don't be fucking colouring it around colouring around the edges if you don't like Irish rugby say why you don't like it and then be convinced otherwise by someone else who be has be open a, to discussion and be open to discussion be open to fucking and be open to learn um yeah, that's it. The Improv Panto is back uh, this Christmas, guys. Uh, I, I saw, um, I was coming into Cork there last week, and I saw that they have a big sign up on the, on the on the side of the Opera House. Last year, I saw my face on that sign. This year, I didn't see my face on that sign, because in February of this year, I rang um, Laura, and I said that I was going to be stepping aside after seven or eight years mm. of, of unbelievable years of performing with the lads. And... Um, it's one of the one of the best things to do at Christmas. Go to the opera house, <coughs> and um, we used to do all different types of pantomimes, and it was great crack and all that kind of stuff. But I kind of came to a creative decision uh, last, early last January, late December. I was talking to you about it, mm. and it was like it is a very good gig from a financial term, from a financial point of view. And, and like for the last selling two, out the upper house oh hard to it's hard to and like I mean we got Manny's a standing ovation we got and I got a bit of notoriety from it and you know I still get people stopping me in the street I genuinely still on a regular basis going are you in the Improv Panto this year you're guessing Improv Panto I love the Improv we're all going from work blah blah mm. blah and stuff like that and I would encourage those people to continue to go because it is brilliant but I um, I'm gone from it now I'm gone from it now never say never I might go back and, and, and do the odd show if they were ever stuck or you know um, but like I am gone from it and uh, I saw that sign this week and my face wasn't on it and I have to say I didn't feel an ounce of regret and I was delighted with that because I did think yeah that you would didn't know how you'd feel yeah. I suppose right I, I was kind of going I oh because it was such a big decision because for us like it's a fine from a financial point of view it was like fucking right okay that's a that's a good fucking and this was prior you made a decision without having any major plans for to replace it or and I was still working and you were still working yeah. um, so it was going to be as the year went on it was going to be interesting to see how you felt come yeah. now like come now as it's <coughs> announced and stuff like that and as you say it is like it is the main stage of the Cork Opera House which is the you know it's the biggest stage in Cork you know it's the biggest stage in Munster and to be up there in front of a thousand people mm. five nights a week you know five thousand people over, over the spa space of Christmas you know and making them laugh and just act, act like it, it, it's so mad. It's such a mad concept. Like just yeah, to, yeah, having and, fun. And like having fun, yeah, having yeah. fun. And, um, you know, and the gang are so talented. And, yeah, it was a difficult decision. But I have to say, I really am, not, I, I, and I'm sincere in saying this, I'm at, a, I'm at a place where I'm like, right, okay, great. I wish those guys the best of luck. And I, but I'm excited that I'm on a different journey, or I'm looking for something else to to fill the fill the hole. And luckily, um, Chris asked me to be support, and that's t that's really t filled in the void there, yes, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if it hadn't, I would have definitely done something anyway, you yes, know. Yes, yeah, you had planned. You you'd do something, but it's it's great to see that your risk paid off. I suppose you took a chance and decided. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a take a chance. 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 Change your mind. Uh, oh, do you know what we should talk about to finish it is when we were watching the Michael Jackson videos last week. Did we talk about that on the Patreon? Did we? I don't think so. Maybe we did. Tune in and ah. listen. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but anyway, we talk about it here. Sure. Feck. Um, we, the, the boys, Harvey Hunter's gone 
so mad into dancing at the moment, isn't he? Really, yeah. he's really upped his wanting to dance game, yeah. and uh, we and he's a tidy little dancer, little, like a lovely little he's hip, dainty. It, yeah, he's yeah. like gets it to the moves. It's not on rough and tumble like how we all into big jumps and thing. Whereas Hunter's more into the hip moves and feet and the fingers <coughs> and the facial expressions and stuff. But um, so kind of we decided we put on Michael Jackson, and then it was like, oh, put, we put on Thriller. And I had never seen the video, the video for it. And suddenly Connie puts it on and it is really scary. Yeah, <laughs> the two kids. I forgot how scary it was. Petrified. And we had to turn it off straight away and then try to find something that was. But like we and it was just before bed as well. And we were out to, like they were pet. Yeah. We had <laughs> traumatized the children comes across before the bed. Like so just a word of warning. Well. A word of warning. Do not put on Thriller for your kids. Mm. Think it'll be a nice family bonding dance moment. Because yeah. it's not. But then Hunter actually... So he was petrified. But then the next day, um, he asked me to put it on. Put on the scary video. I won't be scared anymore. I won't be scared, Dad. And I was like, all right, okay. So he's trying to face his fear here. like, Because he was yeah. really f- afraid. I was like, okay, he's trying to face his fear here. Okay, I'm going to help him here. Uh, even though I was thinking to myself oh no I shouldn't put that back on I, I put it on and he was dancing away oh, yeah, and he was getting into this and he was trying he was like that first of all Thriller is an amazing music video yeah like, yeah, like yeah. it was produced back in the 1980s like and it still holds up the dancing in it is insane like Michael Jackson is or was one of the best entertainers mm, that ever yeah. was on, the, on this planet like and um fucking hell like he's dancing his own reel but Hunter was copying the dance moves from the, g- yeah, the, the, yeah. Gla- the, the ghouls and the goblins and uh, the dance routine oh, it was so funny like but um, heartwarming as well but yeah so just goes to show you know you might be afraid of something but you know what the next day has to watch that video again <laughs> and face your fucking fears Egypt. do you know what that's kind of a good cemetery now on this kind of a fucking eejit kind of a podcast yeah yeah um Will we say anything else? Will we go away? No, I think it's time to say goodbye. All right. Time See you next week. Am I on next week? The main podcast? Uh, Don't know. Let's see. I'd say you <laughs> are. I'd say you are, yeah. I'd say you are. Okay. Sure, I love talking to you. You're great. Yeah, I suppose I'm... Love you. I am, yeah. I love you. <laughs> go on, you simple. Get off. Shut up. Turn it off. Real girl all the time. Shut up. <laughs>